Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93, WIBC. Let's talk about the thing that happened, uh, the thing that Hogsett said, that taking away guns is going to solve crime in certain parts of Indianapolis, because of course the gun is in fact the problem. Now, you know what's funny about this? There's an easy way for me to talk about this. That is stuff you've probably heard before, said the way you've heard it before. And then we retreat into our corners where uh, those who say that it's the gun laws, uh, they're too lax, they're too lenient, they're too easy uh, to obtain a, a gun, no matter what the second amendment seems to say and how definitive it is in its stance of the right to uh, bear arms. Uh, None of that matters because if I say certain things, uh, anybody who disagrees will just be like, no, no, come on. We're seeing violence. We're seeing a a tremendous amount of it in certain parts of Indianapolis. And the only way to stop that violence is to make the guns harder to come by. And the obvious thing, again, to say is criminals don't care. They they don't care about what is and isn't legal. I I don't know how we even have that part of a discussion, in all honesty. Uh, When you see a tragedy unfold, Uh, When you see someone go into a school and take the lives of children and someone says, well, if it had been illegal to have that gun, then that person wouldn't have been evil and done those horrible things. That's ridiculous on its face. It's sort of illogical on its face. And that's the conversation we're having. I think the more valuable way to talk about this and not necessarily that this is what um, the leaders here are saying to do, uh, but is to actually look at times when the government has involved itself. Uh, which is something I've talked about a bit on some other radio stuff that I've done uh, and changed certain laws, uh, things like uh, banning assault weapons, which happened uh, from the early or mid 90s to the early 2000s. And every data point collected in that 10 year period or so says that nothing changed. And there's a tremendous set of reasons why things don't change when you change uh, laws, because that's not addressing the issue. How do you actually address the issue then? Well, I think that's also easy, at least easy to say, uh, not necessarily easy to do. Um, But what I found to be true, and this is certainly when I was doing radio for years in Chicago, uh, which has a very, very bad problem that gets talked about a lot, of course, on a national stage because of how uniquely bad it is. And what's even more interesting to me is someone who's never been to Chicago and says, oh, the entire city is is broken. No, actually only parts of it are. I lived on the north side of Chicago and felt safe every single day for for years. Uh, There are parts on the south side, though, that are tremendously unsafe. And so here's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, When I was doing um, radio in those places, you'd have conversations with leaders in communities who say that we need to look at our community and do a better job of addressing the challenges faced in our community. As, as leaders, uh, these could be pastors at churches. These could be any sort of community members uh, who the community is more likely to trust than, say, anyone else. And then here's the other thing that I've been told by a whole lot of people, and I'm not sure that I should say uh, the names of the individuals because this was more off-air than on-air, but the cop presence needs to be significant. And this needs to feel as though 
say a, a cop gets a call, they hear something is going on in a certain area. I'm not saying specific to Indian Indianapolis, but uh, just in general, they have to feel as though there's going to be enough backup, enough ability uh, to go into an area and try to police it correctly. Uh, they can't feel as though there's not going to be backup. And then if they actually do respond to certain, not saying police don't respond to calls, but if they do respond to certain calls, there's not a high likelihood that if things somehow, uh, you know, wind up uh, violent, that the politicians are going to trash them no matter what they do or don't know about a situation as someone who brought violence into an area that is inherently violent to begin with, as opposed to being honest and saying that these areas are violent and that when cops respond to issues in certain areas, expecting violence is simply human. And I'm not saying any of this to try to bring race into the picture. Uh, I don't want that to be the subtext of what I'm saying. Uh, it's just simply um, facts in certain communities that the makeup of, of some of these areas like the South side of Chicago are what they are, uh, but it's not inherently a, a focus I need to have talking to you on the radio. I need to say the more simplistic things, uh, the things like the community itself uh, needs to find a way to convince those, especially young people, because uh, what I'm hearing now more than ever and it was, I guess, maybe always true to an extent, but it's gotten much worse. The age of people that are hurting other people has gone down. It's, it's significantly lower. It's juveniles. It's, it's children in some cases, you know, under 18 years old, teenagers uh, who are, are shooting each other. Um, and that is horrific. And that means that something is going on, mental health, whatever you want to call it, that needs to be addressed and changing the laws when someone has already chosen to hurt someone else, which is by itself illegal, uh, will make no difference whatsoever. It's, it's simply a tactic that I think politicians take, uh, politicians locally or nationally take for two reasons. The first reason is I think it gets them support from people that they think will vote for them. So they say, all right, I'm going to change something. I'm going to do something. I know it's not going to have an impact, but I'm doing it for political reasons. The second one on a national stage more so than any other is to um, harm industries that overwhelmingly seem to support financially Republicans and not Democrats. It's not a solution. They, they know it's not a solution. The people who enact these rules know they're not actually going to cause any kind of, of change to the areas that are seeing significant violence because all the data points from moments where people have tried things like this demonstrate that it doesn't work. And yet they do it anyway because they have to do something, they think, and this is the only thing they can do. But is it wrong? Uh, yes, of course it's wrong uh, to take away rights that are, that are um, easily understood. Uh, but even more so than that, and this is the point I always, always try to talk about as much as I can, the, the value to these changes is so small that even if they were enacted, uh, they don't fix the problem. And then where do we go from there? Uh, all right. I know that's a repetitive segment, but it is what it is. A quick break, a lot more. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Craig Collins filling in.